Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Williamson, and this is uh, hour two of our three hours here uh, at the Ch- uh, Ch- uh, Chuck Knoll Press Box. <laughs> Tongue tied a little bit today out, there, yeah. yeah. Uh, on uh, the campus of St. Vincent College, the Steelers, of course, not practicing at this time. They'll be practicing later tonight um, as over at uh, Latrobe Memorial High School Stadium, and uh, that will, of course, be open to the public. You will need to uh, buy tickets for that one. Um, the proceeds are... Uh, they go to a good cause. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, man, I wanted to look here at uh, Adam Rank did his uh, tiers okay. on NFL.com, and these are fantasy rankings. Yeah. But they're relevant because I want to look at these from a perspective of where the Steeler players – like what's the mm-hmm. – what's the where does the offense, the defense rank, and those kind of things on, on from a national perspective here? I hear, I hear you're saying. Yeah. Obviously, things like – I mean, this is fantasy, so – Justin Fields is going to rank really high because he's a good runner. Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, that correlates, of course. Yeah. But we're looking about production. So, we're going to look here at quarterbacks first. The Tier 1 guys are Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and that's Tier 1. This is fantasy? This is for fantasy, yeah. He's uh, got Burrow number 2. That's strange. I mean, like in almost any quarterback rank non-fantasy, that's the top three. And yeah. I agree with that. Right. You know, Sandoz tears. But they're not the same in terms of fantasy. Like, no. You could almost say. Burrow doesn't belong. Burrow's not. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not going to be there with those guys. And I would even put Hertz and Lamar. Ahead of him. In that conversation. I mean, Hertz, Allen, and Mahomes and fantasy are the top three off the board in any, almost any draft you see. This is a little crazy, too. So he's got Justin Fields at four. That makes more that sense. That makes to more me. sense. Yeah, I mean, it's not where I'd have him, but it's yeah. He's got Trevor Lawrence at five. Okay, that would be a pretty big leap. It'd be a pretty big leap, but I think that offense has a chance I, to be I really think good. If you, but I, maybe he's looking at what happened with Trevor Lawrence in the second half of last year, much better than the first, and saying, okay, he's going to he's going to be that guy mm-hmm. for the entire season this year. Yeah, if right. that's the case, then he might be a top. Five then he might be a top guy. five guy. Yeah, and he runs more than you think. He's got Ridley now as well. I mean, that's ambitious, but I can defend it. Yeah. He's got Hertz at six, Lamar at seven, Herbert at eight. Okay. That's your, the that's that eight. tier. That's yeah. your top, that's your tier of top eight guys. Yeah. And it's really the... kind of your tier, except for Fields, Justin Fields. Right, right, right. Uh, really your top seven quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Give or take. I agree. I agree. Uh, looking at tier three. Oh man. He's got Aaron Rodgers at nine. Oh, I don't. I mean, maybe he throws. 38 touchdowns. Well, let's, let's look at the rest of this tier and see okay. and see how they how you would rank them. Uh, so he has Rodgers, Dak Prescott, mm-hmm. 
Russell Wilson, Ooh, that's Daniel crying. Jones, Kirk Cousins, Tua, and Tua. That's the those are the that takes you through nine through fourteen. Okay, I know Seattle fans don't want to hear this, but I have Watson ahead of all those guys, which is scary. he's not very high on Watson at all. It's scary. I just think they're going to throw a lot, and he's got to be better. Here's than the, here's year. the thing, and we've talked about this in the past. Jacoby Brissett was not bad last year when you look at the numbers. No, he was a league average quarterback, right. maybe a little better. Right. And Watson wasn't that. Right. So he only has to – he doesn't have to be better than how bad he was last year. He used to be better than Brissett for them to have a better season. No, I mean, but Brissett, if you look at some of the advanced metrics on Brissett, really were really good. Like, really good, Like right. top ten good. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I don't, I, don't know know the, I don't know that Watson can get there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's a big bar to get over, to be better than Brissett last year. It sounds like, oh, that's easy. It's not. Right. It's not. But people are just saying, oh, he'll be better than Brissett last year. Mm-hmm. Well, he wasn't last year. Well, Brissett was head and shoulders above him last year. He was. They weren't even close. But if we're just talking fantasy, I would take a chance on Watson over those guys. I mean, Cousins – Rodgers, and now Wilson just don't run. I would have two ahead of Cousins. A lot of those guys, yeah. Russell Wilson. Right. Um, I, I could defend I, Rodgers. I, I understand might, putting Rodgers I, I get it, yeah. right. I mean, he was MVP two years ago. Yeah. Right? Daniel Jones at 12 is not sexy. But it's fantasy. Yeah, but it is fantasy. And he has better weapons this year than he did Which last year. sounds really strange, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, let's take that clip out and just isolate it. Yeah. yeah right. Tier four. Anthony Richardson at 15. I'm taking a chance on him. Over That's ambitious. I, I get it. I just think he's going to play. That's he's all gonna, I need to know. Uh, he's got to do more than run for me, though. I don't know that you do. I mean, that's all Fields did, and what did he end up as, like, quarterback? But he, but he still threw for 150 yards a game and, and did some Every things. Every quarterback like, will do that. I mean, he'll throw bubble screens to Pittman and get to 150 yards a game. You say that. Yeah. Um, Richardson completed barely completed 50% of his passes in college. I know. I mean, he is not a good thrower of the football. No. Um, remarkably, where he was really bad is the short stuff. Oh, he has a cannon, and he doesn't know when to, to take the uh, right, right, right. The fuse out. He's not yeah. a fine-tuned passer at no, all. No, no. Right. Uh, he has Deshaun at 16, Geno Smith at 17, which I think is more realistic. Yeah. Boy, I like their offense. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he came back to earth as the season went on. But I kind of don't think the he's any different. Than, yeah. I, I almost think he's Kirk Cousins. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they have a lot around them. There's veterans that probably won't stink. Some people say the same thing about Jared Goff, but he's at 18. No running at all. The home road splits are a real thing yeah, they as are. well. He also doesn't handle pressure particularly well. He's yeah. a good line, but, you know, it's a, it's a fault. 19, he has Carr. 20, he has Matthew Stafford. 21, Kyler Murray. Uh, Kyler's just all about when's he get back. On the yeah, field. when is when is he back? Uh, and what kind of shape is he in? Uh-huh. At 22, in Tier 5, she got th- uh, what's he got? a bunch of guys here in Tier 5, but leading Tier 5, Kenny Pickett. Really? Okay. It's interesting because I'm pulling this up now. I- I've done like, I want to say 12 of these uh, fantasy drafts, these underdog drafts. My most owned player is Pickett. I mean, I don't have to do that for Steeler Nation Radio. This right. is my money. This my is for you, private, yeah. Right, because he's just going way too late. Yeah, I mean, he's never been my quarterback one, but in those, you have two or three quarterbacks. He's going to be better, and he runs like crazy. Yeah, but I think that's something that a lot of people, a lot of especially a lot of fantasy experts, I don't think they understand that part of his game. Right. I mean, I think there's a huge misconception with Kenny Pickett overall. I mean, coming out of Pitt, people thought, oh, he's Mac Jones. He's this you know pocket passer, processor guy. No. He's 
much more, way more athletic. Way more athletic, but he's also a little more of a wild stallion too. Yeah. I mean, he's not a paint by numbers quarterback robot back there at all. Yeah, twenty three is Bryce Young. Twenty four yeah. is Brock Purdy. Okay. Twenty five Mac Jones. Twenty six Jimmy Garoppolo. Twenty seven Jordan Love. Twenty eight Ryan Tannehill. Twenty nine C.J. Stroud. Thirty Desmond Ritter. Thirty one Baker Mayfield. Thirty two Sam Howell. I actually have Howell much higher. And I don't even know if he's good. I mean, the Brissette weapons are could, good. The weapons are good. His last year in North Carolina, he almost rushed for 900 yards. Yeah. I mean, people don't think look of him in that light. And it just he, – he could get benched for Brissett in week four. I mean, he is a, he's a, The body type is very much – and maybe it's the beard as well. But when I watched him, I thought Baker Mayfield. Oh, me too. Yeah. I think he's a better athlete than Mayfield. And they had the same build. Their square build. Yeah. They kind of look like uh, But, yeah. yeah, you're right. He did run out of necessity. I don't know that, that Washington wants him running like that. No. But um, I bet he runs for similar numbers of Ritter and Pickett and, you know, 400 just, yards is, is, a year. We, there's one game to look at from last year. One game. Oh, I know. And he's not Pat Mahomes. Uh, again. <laughs> Coming off of his rookie This is year. more of a best ball <laughs> thing than a, a redraft. Like, you probably don't even have to draft him. But I'm grabbing him as my third quarterback. At the end of drafts. So, if at the end of the year, if we're just looking at this as it, a big picture thing, mm-hmm. if Kenny Pickett is the – well, he's got you got by by the end of the year, he's he's a better quarterback than Anthony Richardson, a better quarterback. Oh, I would think so. Yeah. So that would put him at twenty-one. I'm um, looking here if there's anybody Real else. Real quick, while you do, there was... I would rather have Kenny Pickett than Daniel Jones as my quarterback. For fantasy or I'm just talking real-world stuff. Oh, I would too. Yeah, so that moves him to 20. I don't think Daniel Jones is particularly good. Can he be better than Russell Wilson this year? Wilson could be a disaster. Wilson could get benched. If he's close to what he was last year, Pickett should outplay him this year. Pickett was better than him last year. That's true. I mean, he really was. Yeah, yeah, he was. You're right. Um, so now, you're, I mean, I, I, you're, I'm always asking. I mean, question, he'd be better than Justin Fields. I mean, he's not going to like the – yeah, right, as a quarterback. Yeah, as a quarterback, quarterback, quarterback right, right. not fantasy. But you hear a lot of cool. Can, can Kenny Pickett crack, crack the top 12 to 15 quarterbacks in the league? Yeah. Absolutely. We I mean, just went through the whole list of starting quarterbacks in the league. Right. From a fantasy standpoint. You would think that list is really stable. But a year ago, Brady, Stafford, Wilson, Watson were all firmly entrenched. And they all went way backwards. Yeah. Way back. Or retired. Or Jimmy G, for that matter. Right. Jimmy you G was not going to. I mean, there's just guys on this on this list. Jimmy that, G could be Baker Mayfield yeah. this time next year. It, it, I mean, is Tua still playing at this, you know. Right. He has another big concussion like he had last year. Maybe he retires. Yeah. You yeah. Know? If we're on Dolphins Nation Radio, though, I can make a case that he could be in the top ten next year. He could – his variance oh, yeah. is yeah. really it, high. It, it's, yeah. I mean – He could go big step forward, When big he step played back. last right. year, he played well. He played well. Um, you know, can Pickett pass a guy like Jared Goff? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Or Carr. Or Carr. Or Cousins. Yeah, those those kind of guys. Right. Um, That's the – Stafford, for example. Can he can, – yeah, absolutely. Stafford might not be on the list next Right. Time. He may not – he may right. he may be done. He might be done. So, right. absolutely, Kenny Pickett can make that jump to be a, a top 12 or 15 quarterback. You know, that's yep. not what it, – it's it's not that big of a jump is, it, my, is my point. It, it isn't. I mean, a, a, a nice step forward gets you in that territory. Yeah. Right. Because I'm just looking at the guys who are here with him in Tier 5, and these guys are all going to start this year. Mm-hmm. Pickett, Bryce Young, Brock Purdy, Mac Jones, Jimmy G, Jordan Love, Ryan Tannehill, C.J. Stroud, Desmond Ritter, Baker Mayfield, Sam Howell. He's I mean, better than all those guys now. I mean, Tannehill could be uh, Josh McCown, Flacco 
next yeah. year. I mean, just a mentor on the bench. Yeah. Even I mean, how many of those guys are even – a lot of those guys aren't guaranteed to start next year, except for the guys who were just drafted. Uh, if Ritter and Howell yeah. aren't. You know, Baker shouldn't. Baker's a backup. Um, one thing I was going to say about that tier, I though. I mean, I can see the Packers moving on from Love if he has a bad year. Well, that's year. the beauty of it. They, yeah. He's like $17 million cap it. That's nothing. They can move, yeah. after, move on from him from nothing. But if that group, just fantasy, one or two of them is going to end up as a top 12 quarterback. Yeah. And if I were to bet who that is, Kenny would be high on the list. Purdy would be high on the list because he did it for a short stretch. Maybe Bryce Young, maybe Love. Some of those guys can't get to top twelve. Right, they can't get. They there. can't get there. Yeah. You know, Tannehill can't get there. Yeah, you know, at this point in their career. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, and if you look at it, I mean, Tannehill's thirty-five. Pickett's twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Like that, 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 ten years, and people were talking about the quarterback position. Well, you're taking an old quarterback. He's twenty-five. Yeah. Uh, that's not old in quarterback years. I had a fun conversation today on our on our podcast. The Browns quarterback from UCLA last night. Uh, Dorian Thompson. Dorian Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. yeah. I always screw up the three names. Is it Robinson Thompson or Thompson Robinson? That's why I didn't yeah. say it. But my co-host had this point, and it applies to Kenny, too. He's And it also – because he's a Purdy guy, and it applies to Purdy. He's like, we're really seeing a trend of these quarterbacks that play a lot of college football – they their their first years better than most. Yeah, you know, like that's it goes. This stuff, you know, Trubisky only played one year. Haskins only played one year. Parcells used to be a believer. You have to have this many starts for me to even consider you in the first round. Well, Kenny has them. Right. Yeah. You know, that, like that you come in as a there. mature, experienced quarterback, like the dude last night, and it looks good. Yeah, that that will happen. I mean, you're you're going to make plays. Uh, so that was the uh, the list of quarterbacks for Adam Rank. We'll move on to running backs and wide receiver here after a break. We'll yeah, take a break a here. Um, yeah, that, we'll di- dig into that and see where the Steelers rank on that list. Uh, he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. We are live from St. Vincent College here in Latrobe where the Steelers will practice tonight at 7 o'clock. As I mentioned previously, uh, Mike Tomlin will not be in attendance at practice tonight. He is in Canton for the Gold Jacket Dinner for uh, Rondé Barber. And uh, so you won't Good get, to get you won't get to get your uh, Mike Tomlin autographs tonight. Yeah. But uh, the Steelers will be practicing over there. There will be plenty of autographs signed. <laughs> I did see a couple of raindrops just there a second yeah, ago. Yeah, just a few. And then it, it was stopped. weird, right? Yeah, it was, I thought it was coming before the segment, and now I don't. Now not so much. But uh, we're gonna take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. You're listening to the official voice of Black and Gold Nation, SNR Steelers Nation Radio. Fine people, Adam Rank is a Chicago Bears fan. Ah, I see where you might be going. Yeah. He's got Chris Olave at 11, DJ Moore at 12. That's rich for Moore. That's very rich. Jalen Waddle at 13, Amari Cooper at 14. I ain't, I just can't get on the Amari Hooper, Cooper hype train. I'm a big Olave fan. Who was the one you said right above Cooper? I liked him a lot. Jalen Waddle. Uh, yeah, those yeah. two to me I would take much more of a risk on than DJ Moore or especially Amari Cooper. Uh, T. Higgins at 16. Devontae Smith at 17, Keenan Allen at 18. Allen slowed down, but his numbers didn't reflect it. And yeah. He's got such an old man game, I don't think it matters. Right. When he was out there, Herbert fed him over and over and over. I mean, he, he came into the league slow. Yeah, right, right, right. So, I mean, he's, yeah, Quan Bolden, you yeah. know, one of those guys that fades away slow. Tier four guys. Number 19, Drake London. I love the player. Ahead of DK Metcalf. At 20. Yeah. Calvin Ridley at 21. Debo Samuel at 22. And then he's got Marquise Brown at 23. 
Yeah, Brown doesn't belong. He doesn't belong. Chris Goblin at 24. Terry McLaurin at 25. Again, love the player. I don't know if I can put Terry McLaurin that high in fantasy rankings. McLaurin and London aren't much different, except McLaurin's more established. Yeah. Uh, 26, Jerry Judy. 27, Brandon Ayuk. And that is, that is it for that tier, tier four. Godwin's the one that stands out to me that I wouldn't put there. Really to no fault of his own. I can't put Marquise Brown there. Oh, that's the other one. Yeah. I, I would knew there was another one. Yeah. Like, I would take Deontay over Marquise Brown. Without a doubt. Yeah. Like, Deontay should be in that group. Yes. Those are guys who are very happy as your wide receiver three for fantasy. Well, very happy. okay, so tier five, Tyler Lockett. Way too low. Christian Kirk at 29. I think he suffers a little this year. I Again, think he does not too. his fault. Yeah. You know, but yeah. 30 is Deontay Johnson. I'm taking Deontay over Kirk. Yeah. Uh, 30, 31 is Mike Evans. 32 is Mike Williams. Yeah, he's hard to trust. And those are your tier five guys. Okay. I'd probably have Deontay five spots higher. Yeah. Uh, tier six, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I can't put him that high. That's really he's the number high. three receiver in, in that offense. I know. Same is true for Quentin Williams. And Jordan, he's got th- Jordan Addison at 34. It's kind of the same thing. He's really the number three target in that offense. In that offense. So I'm kind of talking about two sides of my mouth, because I'm not sure this year will hold up that way. But history over the last, like, five years shows that rookie receivers are drafted way too low in fantasy. But I don't know that any of those guys are Chris Olave or Garrett Wilson. Right. Or, they don't have I mean? the clear starting spot. Like, right. oh, he's going to get 120 targets this year. Right. I mean, yeah. they're threes that we like. The is a weak receiver class, first of all. Yeah. And as much as we love Smith the Jigba, he didn't go to an ideal spot. Right. I mean, that's for sure. You know, so I don't know if that holds up this year or not, but it is a trend in the fantasy world. 35 is Michael Pittman. Yeah, I like the player more than the fantasy player. 36 is George Pickens. Interesting. Okay. So that would be at 36, it would be a, a C saying Pickens is a pure, is a number three guy, a solid number three mm-hmm. receiver. I mean, he could end up as a one. I mean, if, he he, if there's yeah. a chance he could blow up. Yeah. So, like, if I kind of punt on my third receiver, he's a guy I'd be after. High floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or high ceiling. High ceiling. Yeah, 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 right. High ceiling. 37 for him is Christian Watson. Oh, wow. See, I like Watson much more than that. 38 is Jahan Dotson. I like Watson when Aaron Rodgers is throwing I know, to him. I know. I don't know if I like him when Jordan Love is throwing to him. Uh, 38, Jahan Dotson. 39, Brandon Cooks. That's, that's, a, another that's a solid steal. double, yeah. Right, right, right. Opposite of Pickens, but yeah. I can see a case for both depending how your team's built. 40 is Sky Moore. I agree with him on okay. that one. Okay, it yeah. seems a little rich for me, but I get it. I mean, I mean if you take him, him as your number four, that yeah. could, that, again, that could be a blow-up spot. It could be, but he didn't do anything as a rookie. 40, there's lots of lots of rookie receivers out there that yeah, struggle in year one that, with great quarterbacks, Yeah, you know. That's a really hard uh, Antonio Brown too. did nothing as a rookie. 16 sure. catches as a rookie. Year two, goes out and has 1,000 yards Yeah, with it, a great quarterback. See, I think that's going to happen to – who's the dude they drafted this year? Um, the Chiefs, the first round. Rasheed Rice, okay. or second round. That's a historically difficult system to learn. Right, a lot of pre-snap motion yeah, and things of that yeah, nature. Yeah, a lot yeah. of different changes and shifts. And, yeah, right. And so year two sets up much better than year one for those guys. Uh, 41, Darnell Mooney. 42, Jacoby Myers. 43, Zay Flowers. Is that our first Ravens wide receiver? I think it yes. is. Yes, yes. I, I mean, that's I'm shocked kinda, he's number one. But that kind of tells you how, like, 
I heard somebody talking today. I, th- I think it was uh, Dan Orlovsky said the Steelers, if you look at them compared to the division, don't have a better unit than any other team in the division. Right, is he out of his mind? What? He said if you look at them position by position, they're dead last. Or they don't have. They're their... not first in any. Is that, is that what he means? I I, I don't I, something like that. I say their defensive front's going to be compete yeah. with anybody. Right. I mean. I guess I mean I guess he's not entirely wrong, but if but they're second a lot. I mean, yeah, they're second a lot, and they're not fourth like the Ravens ever, are at right, wide receiver, right, 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 or right. the Ravens are on their defensive line, right? Where you know, no, or the, the you know the Browns are on their defense. might the Ravens might not even have the worst defensive line in the division. Mm-hmm. It might be Cleveland. I don't know. If you averaged all those things out, the Steelers wouldn't have many ones, and they wouldn't have many fours. Oh, they have any fours, right? Maybe, Maybe off the ball linebacker. Maybe off ball linebacker. Right. Who knows? We don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 44, Traylon Burks. 45, Cortland Sutton. I don't think he said Hopkins yet, did he? Yeah, he was. Okay. Yeah. I said was, uh, Burks was ahead of Hopkins. 46, Rondell Moore. 47 is Rashad Bateman. 48 is Elijah Moore. 49, Jamison Williams. He's suspended six games, though. Suspended six games. He's been hurt in camp. Yeah. Uh, he might just be one of those guys that just never. That doesn't come yeah. around. It could be. I love them. The Lions do have a history of having guys like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tier 7, number 50, Juju Smith-Schuster. Do you think he leads that team in targets? I can't believe they escaped Parker pretty good money. Somebody has to, I guess. Right. I mean, if Juju's your number one. That's kind of how it's shaping up. Yeah. I mean, mean, Juju and Parker aren't good. I mean, they're just very – I mean, they compete with Allen Robinson for the third spot here. Yeah. Compete. Compete. Yeah. 51, Gabe Davis. 52, Alan Lazard. 53, Adam Thielen. 54, Tyler Boyd. 55, Romeo Dobbs. 56, Odell Beckham. And he hasn't said – oh, he did say that all three were yeah. Ravens. now you got all three Ravens. 57, Kadarius Tony, but none of them in the top 40. No. If uh, you had to take one Ravens receiver, who would you pick? None. None of the above. Mark Andrews. I would go, I'd go Bateman. <laughs> but. Go Mark Andrews. <laughs> Uh, 57, Kadarius Toney, <coughs> excuse me, 58, DJ Chark, 59, Quentin Johnston, 60, Michael Thomas, 61, Nico Collins, 62, Alec Pierce, 63, Rashid Shahid. Yeah, that's one of our guys. Here's our one of our guys. 64, Michael Gallup, 65, Jalen Hyatt. Ooh, I don't think he's a play very much. Yeah. But yeah. Fair he's, enough. That's the first Giants receiver. First Thanks. Giants receiver. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, tier eight. Tier 8, leading off Tier 8, is the aforementioned Allen Robinson at 66. Hmm. Okay. If he's the 66 most productive. I like productive, what I've seen of him thus far, by the way. I say I do, too. I would say if he's the 66th most productive NFL wide receiver in 2023, are you taking it or are you going fish? 60, 66 is a lot. It's not bad. Yeah, 66 I mean, it's is not a bad. lot. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's Some of the other guys down in that range. 700 yards, five touchdowns, yeah. so, you know, something like that. McCole Hardman, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Isaiah Hodgson, uh, Curtis Samuel, Devontae Parker, Van Jefferson, Tyquan Thornton, Johnny Mingo, uh, John Mechie, Robert Woods, K.J. Osborne, Hunter Renfro, Wondell Robinson. This is a big group. Yeah, it's a Josh group. Downs, Marvin Mims, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Terrace Marshall, Rasheed Rice, Chase Claypool, Russell Gage, Jaden Reed, Puka Nakua, uh, Devin Duvernay, Matt Collins. This is huge. Yeah, Marvin right. Jones, Josh Palmer, Corey Davis, Justin Ross, Khalif, Khalil Shakir, 
Richie James, Quez Watkins. <laughs> and we're still going. Rolling Nick Westbrook, Akinne, Tyler Scott, and then finally at 100, Tank Dell. Wow. So the top of that list are kind of intriguing. Yeah. The top of that tier, I mean, are kind of intriguing. But, but yeah, to, your, to your point, there, now right. after reading that whole tier that whole tier eight list, yeah, yeah, I think if Allen Robinson comes in as the 66th most productive receiver in the league this year. I think it's a pretty good year. Yeah. At his age, especially what he gave up for him. And, you Which know. is nothing. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, again, that's probably six or 700 yards, you know, a bunch of first downs, five touchdowns, something yeah. like that. Yeah. I yeah. think that would be a great year for him. Uh, real quick here before we take a break, let's look at the tight ends and – I would think one Patrick uh, Frymuth ranks reasonably high. He should. Way. He should. Uh, tier one, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> hey, he belongs alone. Yep. Just call that the Kelsey tier. Tier two, Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, George Kittle. I agree. It's funny because I did my tight end tiers today, and we kind of talked through it. I think Andrews is closer to ever you have three than he is number one. We should, yeah, we said that yesterday on the – Oh, we just said that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe I show. stole it from you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I might actually have Hawkinson number two. Hawk versus Kittle's tough for me too. But I have Andrews too. If but you look at Hawkinson's production last year – Blew up. After he joined the Vikings, yep. he was their clear number two receiver. He was super And productive. you know Jefferson's going to get tub- doubled yep. like crazy. The same is true for Kittle though. Once Purdy took over, right. he blew up. I just don't trust Kittle's health. Oh, he throws his body around a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tier three, Kyle Pitts at number five. That's where I have him. Dallas Goddard, number seven, Pat Fryermuth. I'm shocked he doesn't have Waller higher because all his Giants receivers are like 80 or less. Darren Waller is eight. Yeah. Yeah, Dalton Schultz, nine. Evan Ingram, ten. I don't have Schultz in that That group. finishes off that tier. Somebody does have to catch passes for the Houston Texans. I know, I know. I just think he got schemed up a lot, and I just don't think he's very talented. But Farmouth comes in at seven on the list. Let's see if there's any of the other Steeler tight ends come in on there. Uh, Chig uh, on Quanquo is number 11. 12 is Dalton Kincaid with the Bills. 13, Greg Dulcich. 14, David Njoku. Hmm. My, my ranks are pretty similar, actually. Schultz is I have lower. But. Tier five is Sam Laporta, Hunter Henry, Hunter, Hunter Henry geez. Cole Komet, Tyler Higby, Irv Smith, Mike Gesicki, Jake Ferguson, uh, Gerald Everett. Jake Ferguson's kind of a sneaky. Isn't he Waller's backup? No, he's in Dallas. Oh, he's the, he's fighting with Schoonmaker and yeah. those guys, yeah. Uh, Gerald Everett, Jawan Johnson, Noah Fant, Hayden Hurst, Zach Ertz, Dawson Knox, Michael Mayer, Trey McBride, Taysom Hill at 30. And, yes, folks, Taysom Hill is a – I think that experiment's going to come to an end more yeah. and more, though. It, it's boring, but, like, Hayden Hurst and Tyler Higby are interesting to me. Yeah. Because besides Cup on those two teams – Who's in their way? Not much. You know what I mean? Yeah, They could be the second leading receiver on their teams, and they're not necessarily all that good. Yeah, just uh, do a quick look here to see where he has the Steelers' defense ranked. Mm. Adam Rank, by the way, doing these. I have him in the top ten. I I grabbed ten that I would be real comfortable drafting, and they were one of them. Uh, 49ers, Eagles, Jets, Broncos at three. I don't get the Broncos. That's just tier one. Broncos don't have pass rushers. Yeah. Tier two is New England, Baltimore, the Saints, the Cowboys, the Bills. That takes you down to nine. Okay. Baltimore and Denver. Baltimore does are not, not belong. Yeah, yeah, Baltimore and Denver aren't in my top ten. Tier three: Kansas City, Pittsburgh at eleven, yeah. Miami twelve, Cincinnati thirteen. That's the tier three teams. Okay, I mean I would have them in that neighborhood. I think Miami and the Steelers are being sold a little short there. Yeah, I like Miami a lot. I mean the Ramsey 
injuries probably pushed them down. I don't know if that's enough to change things for me. No, they get a decent pass. They got a good pass rush. They got a good coordinator. Yeah. They got corners. I mean, they're, they, they're going to be good. Yeah. Since he's not bad either. They're not. No, yeah, they're, they're not. They're yeah. solid. And they'll play with leads, and that's why you have Kansas yeah. City there at 10. And I say Kansas City's D isn't as good as they the They don't others, belong but, at 10. But they'll get sacks. Yeah. You know. But anyways, that's uh, Adam Rank's uh, rankings for fantasy football and how they we that's relevant for real life as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Steelers There's a lot of situation. correlation between fantasy and real. Yeah. 100%. A lot of the stats I pull are from fantasy. Absolutely. You know, right, right, right. I, I, you know the more fantasy sites, I read all the different fantasy sites out there to dig up those little nuggets yeah, right, right. stats, and we trade them different back and forth. Different set of eyes and, and right, yeah. yeah. So there's there's all kinds of little interesting nuggets out there that, that uh, pertain to fantasy football. Uh, he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970, our live ongoing coverage from St. Vincent College, and a few raindrops starting to fall here again. This is supposed to push through before the night practice tonight at 7 o'clock over at Latrobe Memorial Stadium. Uh, so – don't uh, be too concerned about that. Right. Uh, I know you know if you're probably driving over, if you're waiting over there now, uh, yes, it is supposed to rain here between 4 and 6, but that's supposed to be out of the area then after yeah, that. I think you'll kick yourself if you don't go because of the rain. Absolutely. Right. Uh, but uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more here on ESPN 970 and Steelers Nation Radio right after this. Showtime! The black and gold live here 24-7. This is SNR Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And I might make mention that the uh, the rain, just a little sprinkles here and there coming down. Uh, it might have already passed. It, it looks like it has. Like, right, right, all of a sudden, right. the, the, the skies are blue again here. Yeah. Uh, over St. Vincent College. A little, for a little, but yeah, not, not much. Not so bad. And if that's all we get, great. But we've been unbelievably lucky with weather and really all that have, stuff, right? Really have. And Beautiful hopefully that, that here, luck right? holds uh, through to tonight. If you remember last year's Friday Night Lights practice, didn't hold up so that well. Was not, right, that was right. like, uh, you know, we, we, we almost started building an arc. Yeah. Uh, it, that was bad. <laughs> it influences things a little yeah. bit. But and of course, they had to go inside the gym and it really canceled that, that practice. And, you know, they came back and did some things later to kind of rectify that, but yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. the same. It's not the same. Yeah. It's, it's such a cool environment, and the fans are, you know, right there on top of you and get to see so much. And, you know, the, 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 the Coach Tomlin, who I know won't be there, but Scripps a really good practice for that one, too, in terms of stuff to look at. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing some more backs on backers tonight. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, typically there might be even a, another two-minute drill in there or something like that. I haven't seen the, the practice schedule yet or anything like that. But, O-line, um, D-line, one-on-ones. One-on-ones, kind of yeah. Right. And for me, this is an opportunity because we do this show during practice. Right. Um, I haven't been able to be down on the sidelines, uh, and I'll be doing the practice report tonight on Steelers.com. So I want to get down there and – Hear it and really get right it next to it. You're right down right, in right. there. Yeah, I want to get down in there and and, and see what uh, what some of these guys look like up close. Get particularly the, the one-on-ones points. and things yeah, yeah, like right, that. Right. Yeah, coaching points, telling them what they did did right Absolutely. or wrong, or you need to correct this, or you know, quit tipping your head, whatever it is. You know. Yeah. So you, I learn a little bit as well. You know? Oh yeah, you can't yeah, help so. it being around those coaches. Absolutely. But uh, really looking forward to that tonight. And uh, well, let's see what uh, Darnell Washington and and uh, Joey Porter Jr. have for. What do they do for an encore? I say. Great practices by those two yesterday. Now do it again. Few, yeah, yeah. Now do it again. Together, then take it to the next level and perform well against an uncommon opponent. You yeah. know, against a you know, and then then you gain the coach's trust, and then week one you're part of things. You know? I'm sure that was part of the meetings today with with those guys in their rooms. Like, okay, great, yeah, great. great. Now do it again. 
Do it again. Do it right. again. Do it yeah. two days in a row. Do it three days in a row. Do it four out of five days. That's that consistency that you're looking for out of those young players. And a yep. lot of times, you know, you see flashes like that from young players, but they don't have the consistency. It's really hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Or some might just think, oh, this is easy. I, I, I got it. I'm here. Yeah. No, you're not. No, not even close. <laughs> not, not, not even, even close. close. Yeah. So it, it, it's uh, – you know, that's part of being a pro is being able to be able to do it day after day after day after day. Cam Hayward. Yeah, exactly. You know, just uh, – You mentioned Najee Harris yeah. in another segment. Yeah. I mean, right. Takes a beating every time, but you can count on him. Yeah. yeah. Right. And that's that's what coaches – and do your assignment. Do those things those things yeah. well. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I've been – I've really been impressed by this rookie class. Me too. Really been impressed. Me too. Yeah, it's a good group. They – a lot of key positions. I think there's a lot of playing opportunities for them both for now and especially years down the road. You yeah. know I, mean? I want to see how they go to tonight uh, putting the pads back on because mm-hmm. you, you, you go padded for two night, two days in a row. Right. And then yesterday's kind of non-padded. Lighter, yeah. Now you're back in pads. You're under the lights. There's a bunch of fans in that stadium on both sides. You oh, know, yeah. I, when you're out here on the, on the practice was, yes, there's a big crowd. But you're, but not, it's you're not surrounded yeah. by it's the crowd. It's not a stadium. It's not a stadium. Yeah, it's yeah. not a stadium. And, so, I mean, of course, this isn't. An NFL stadium tonight, but it's the first one with these teammates. I mean, there'll be, the the be 12,000 to 15,000 people there. Yeah, it's you know. loud. There's a lot <laughs> of terrible towels. Yeah, they'll a lot cheer. Of and and there's, and, yes. And yes. for the fans, you know, many of the fans who, who haven't been able to get out here during the day, this will be their first opportunity to see those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not everyone can get here for normal practices or whatever. Yeah. Do you think tomorrow's practice will be physical? Because um, they have two more before a break. Yeah. Do you think one will be physical and one won't? I've seen him go both ways with that. Yeah, I've you heard know. a couple of performer players say that he loves to do the day after Friday nights pretty nasty. Yeah, just to know. see how you react to that. Can yeah, you do right, it, right. Can you do it, you know, uh, again the next day? And so, yeah, but then, you know, next week when they come back after that break, you probably will start to scale things back again. The Steelers do play yeah, a preseason for, game on Friday. You got the Buccaneers so, coming up, right? Yeah, so you got to get ready for that. But uh, I'm interested to see that. Matt, we're going to take another break here. We'll be back with our number three. Uh, from St. Vincent College here in beautiful Latrobe. It is beautiful right now. The sun is shining. Uh, but he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. Uh, we thank you. We're listening. Uh, you're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. We'll be back with that hour number three right after this. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 